Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripper Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast, so there are definitely spoilers ahead. This week, we're talking about season one, episode 17, Let the Right One In. In this episode, we mostly deal with the Stefan kidnap mm-hmm. and all of the things that are involved in trying to get him free. We see a lot of firsts. We see Elena, Alaric, and Damon team up for the first time to save Stefan. Mm-hmm. We also see a lot of like new weapons for vein-soaked rope, mm-hmm. things like that. And in addition to that, Caroline finds Vicky's body at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is a tough one. one. Yeah. yeah, this is a big episode. Also unique, this is a storm episode. Yeah. I actually a... can't even think of another like storm episode we get. I can think no. of another rain scene, which I will talk about later. Of course, of course. storm episode. I think mm-hmm. this might be the only one. I think so, yeah. It's unique in that aspect. And I yeah. love storm vibes. I know, I do too. The, throughout the whole episode, it's like thunder, lightning, rain. Yes. I love it. I, I love the atmosphere of like a rainy, you know, yeah. dreary sort of, It's it sets almost like a creepy tone, but not exactly creepy. Just like, you know, the way that rainstorms feel in real life. There's like a sense of comfort, but also being like unsettled. Yeah. Yes, definitely. There's definitely like an unsettled tone, which works really well with especially the caroline plot line perfectly yeah and also i don't know there's just like something about pulling off like a, a heist. Sort of like a heist yeah. in the rain and yeah. all, like in the storm it's great it, yeah. it really like highlights you know like it's a good episode well written well mm-hmm. like the plot is great well paced but definitely setting yeah. it during a storm is like i mean it adds Perfect. pressure if nothing yeah. else it adds yeah. sort of it pressure adds it adds some intensity i really like it um and you know who else loves storms Anna. Yes. She is, we start off the episode, Anna is visiting Jeremy. Mm-hmm. We left off the last one. He said he wanted to be a vampire. So at the start, he's, she's yep. just kind of saying like, you know, basically what it is to be a vampire and giving him a little bit, yeah. a little bit of a teaser into it because he knows obviously nothing. Yeah, um, clearly. And she says she likes storms, which he's like, oh, well, do all vampires like <laughs> storms? Like he's clearly clueless. Yeah, he has no idea. He's only been figuring things out from his little uh, chat yeah. forum. Yeah, yes. he's, he's, so clueless. he's clueless. Um, then we've got Frederick and Pearl, mm-hmm. and they're talking about the founding families. And yes. Frederick clearly holds a lot of resentment towards the founding families. He yeah. literally says, like, we should kill all of them. Yeah, which also, this goes back to what we were saying in the last episode. Pearl explicitly says, we're not here for revenge. We yeah. don't want revenge, which is really interesting. Like, I get she doesn't want to, you know, kill everyone. But she does want everything back and to get things back to the way they were. So I'm like, yeah, I feel like that is kind of a form of revenge, but in a I, different way, I guess. I think it's what we talked about last episode where like it's not she doesn't want revenge, but she does want some sort of like redemption. Yeah, because she does say like yeah. these people aren't our enemies like they didn't do anything wrong. So yeah. she's acknowledging that like, you know, there's not anything that needs to be done to these people, but she still wants what's hers given back. Yeah. So it's an interesting like place to be striking but i mean you can't blame her for any of that but frederick of yeah. course during this conversation is literally carving a steak i don't yeah. know how she didn't call that out and be like clearly you're <laughs> yeah. like not listening yeah i don't know but yeah. anyway um then we've got damon who wants to like go off and attack the tomb vampires because doom dooman <laughs> damon <laughs> i don't know who dooman is freudian <laughs> Damon and <laughs> Stefan and Elena are sort yeah. of catching up about the tomb vampire situation because mm-hmm. Elena and Stefan just found out that yes. they're all out. And um, he says he wants to just go attack all of them. But 
he has this deal with Pearl to get Catherine, so he doesn't want to yeah. jeopardize that, which I got the sense in the last episode he didn't take the deal, but this, he's obviously saying he did. Yeah, I guess he's just, I mean, if if Pearl's offering it and he has no choice but to go along with it, I guess yeah. he's going to get Catherine out of it. If, yeah. If he can't, why well. not? Yeah. I mean, if I were him, even if I didn't want to get back with her, I didn't trust her or anything, I would still want answers. Yeah, I would be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Who does that? Like, who does that? Yeah, yeah. Really? So I would also probably take her up on it, even yeah. just to ask why? why. Why? Literally why. The epitome of Catherine. Why? Yeah. Um, then we've got Anna and Jeremy. There's a lot going on throughout the episode with Anna and Jeremy, and they kind of start off after that initial scene in Mm -hmm. his house, then they go to the grill, which I was like, why did they have to meet up at the grill in the pouring rain? But whatever. Everyone in Mystic Falls is at the pouring rain. Have you ever gone somewhere when it's pouring rain? No, absolutely not. No one's there. No. Like, yeah, so I don't know why everybody still has to be at the grill. And they're doing sort of like more vampire lessons Mm -hmm. and one thing that i found really interesting there was that anna mentions that if you were a vampire you like couldn't keep it secret from your family because i think he mentions like oh does your mom know you're a vampire and she's like the fact you asked that shows you're like not ready and i thought that was interesting because we haven't really gotten to see that like a ton yeah like i mean obviously caroline is turned and her mom does find out eventually but it does take like quite a bit of time it does take a while it's also interesting because matt never figured out vicky yeah. was a vampire or anything so that's true she's only a vampire for like, for, like a, a day. day but yeah still. for like a minute but, but still and he definitely knew something was wrong yeah <laughs> to <be> fair. <laughs> that's true he was probably gonna figure it out yeah. on day two but also jenna never like notices that elena and jeremy are like tied in obviously they're not actually vampires but she never even realizes that they're like tied into all this yeah or that stefan or damon yeah and they're over all the time time yeah yeah Yeah. so i don't know i thought that was an interesting line where i was like in a sense i agree with you but in another sense i don't know you can keep it secret for a while yeah yeah i don't know i guess i do think it would be really hard to keep the secret maybe she's thinking more like the bloodlust aspect that sort of thing like true if you were, like, especially as bad as Stefan. Yeah. No way to keep that secret, but... That's Yeah, true. I don't know. And then that is interesting. Thing. Like, you'd have to break apart with your parents eventually. Yes. Yeah. Because that's kind of the thing we never saw. It's like, Caroline only got away with it for, like, uh, I don't even know, like six months. Maybe. Not even, actually. Yeah. Because like, season two, she months. changed, and season three, your mom found out. So, yeah, like, probably six months, maybe close to a year, but not over. And I don't think she could have made it over, because, like... No. Once you get, like, 20... Yeah. Well, even then, she turned when she was 17, so by 18, 19... First of all, she's probably not going to the doctor. So her mm. mom's probably like, how have you not needed a checkup? You have yeah. like, you don't look any different. Uh, anyway, there's just probably lots of things going on that yeah. would, you would get suspicious. Um, but anyway, then Anna's also asking about Jeremy's bracelet. Yep. And like, yeah, the she, knows, she notices it's for vain. And I actually really liked that little moment because, you know, she he tries to give it to her just because yeah. he's trying to make good with her. And she tells him to keep it and, like, that he should always wear it. Yeah. And she doesn't tell him that it's for Vane. Yeah. She's like, it looks good on you. Something yeah. like that. And I'm like, I thought that was okay, so sweet. A point for Anna. Yeah. Like, that was actually nice like, and good of her. Yeah. The table's kind of turned for them now. It's really interesting how, like, she was just the creepy yeah. stalker using him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just kind of wanted a friend and whatever yeah and now it's flip-flop where like she kind of just wants a friend and you can tell actually that she does like him like that moment perfectly displays that it's like she wants him to be protected from being compelled and like she's just spending time with him because she Mm -hmm. likes him yeah um whereas we find out as this goes he's doing the opposite yeah he's saying he likes her and then he wants to spend time with her but yeah we'll find out more at the end of the episode yeah literally there's a lot to talk about there um yeah 
But yeah, he he does say, you know, that he wants to be turned and he Mm -hmm. feels like something in his life is missing. Like when he wakes up, it just doesn't feel right and he feels empty. Yeah. And again, it's just got me thinking about the compulsion and like, you know, the cracks that it leaves. Yeah. I didn't think about it as much during that conversation as I did again at the end of the episode. But yeah, I definitely think that thing that's missing is like clarity about what happened to Vicky. Yeah. And yeah, just all of the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. And the closure. Definitely. And that sort of thing. I also liked in this conversation that Anna says there are only a few good reasons to turn someone into a vampire. And she lists like revenge, Mm -hmm. boredom, and love and like spending eternity with them. And I was like, yeah, we get to see how all of those reasons pan out. No, I was thinking that was actually like a really accurate read from her because I think that literally we could go through a list of everyone that's ever turned Mm -hmm. and every single one fits like within the bill. Yeah. It's like, Maybe the only one is, like, Abby getting turned to stop the spell is, like, a really weird use case. Yeah. But I don't know. That kind of fits in the weird revenge territory where it's, like, it's for an ulterior motive. Or even, like, the love. Like, not that you want to spend eternity with someone, but But you don't don't want want to to kill them, kill them. But you have to kill them. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting, accurate read from her. And it's, like, yeah, there was, like, a perfect example from Vampire Diaries of every single one of those. Yeah. So, fun fun little catch from Anna there. Um, and obviously it's an interesting drop too of like, I feel like she's trying to insinuate to Jeremy, like, if you love me, I'll turn you. Yeah, I know. There's definitely also that undertone. Like, yeah. He's just like, and she's like, no, none of these really apply, apply yeah. yet. And he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. He's scheming. But, yeah, um, he's, he's trying to scheme. Also scheming. Mayor Lockwood, who shows up oh at the grill. Oh, my gosh. And yes. Anna's, like, going to leave because she doesn't want her mom to know, obviously, that she's with a Gilbert. Yeah. And so she, like, goes to leave, but then Mayor Lockwood shows up. And it is the weirdest scene ever of him hitting on Pearl. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because I don't really read it as hitting on until Tyler... Calls him out on calls it. Calls him out on it. And yeah. it's like, you know, you're staring at her ass and all of yeah. these... I don't know, all of these things. and Yeah. I, I don't know. He's... It's, I believe Tyler because what yeah, we see of Mayor Lockwood and like obviously Tyler would know his dad. So like clearly yeah. that's what is going on. Yeah. But yeah, his dad does pull it off in such a way that you don't even necessarily think that that's what he's doing. Yeah. Kara's kind of the same way like with Damon, you know, where like True. they just have this like weird flirty energy with people. Yeah. Maybe they're um, swingers. They honestly <laughs> might be. They like 100% could be. <laughs> but with who? Like the people of Mystic Falls? I don't know. I don't know. You never know. But, yeah. But yeah, but yeah no. It, it's it's a really weird scene and uncomfortable. And Tyler and Anna yes. are just like standing there for it. And Anna obviously is like, you know, she she knows what her mom's up to. Like she doesn't really yeah, care. Yeah, she's kind of whatever. Um, But yeah, Tyler calls out his dad on it. And like later he talks about it. And I actually like this is probably one of if not like very few episodes that I like really feel for Tyler. Yeah. Especially up to this point. Like he's been the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you did get a little bit of, like, feeling for him in the episode where his dad is trying the to get career. him to fight Jeremy. Yeah, the career fair one. But, but then he, he, you know, he's terrible he's after that, terrible. So, so he turns yeah. it around. But yeah, no, this is definitely a, an episode where I'm sympathizing with Tyler yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and Matt asks Tyler, like, oh, who's that, like, your dad is talking to? And he's like, I don't know, but it's not my mother. Yeah, oh, poor Tyler. Poor there's Tyler. something there. There's yeah. some There's some deep-seated some, drama. Yeah, there definitely is a lot of unhealthy dynamics in the Lockwood family. Oh, for sure. Um, and Pearl's taking advantage of that. She's getting yep, information she, she needs. Yeah. And she's talking about the 1864 housing stuff that happened. Yep. Like where all the land went and she also finds out from mayor lockwood that the boy that anna keeps looking yes. at is jeremy gilbert it's jeremy gilbert which of course pisses her off because of 
course, Pearl ended up in the tomb because of a Gilbert. And so that's just like a huge line. Mm -hmm. So she confronts Anna and, you know, is like really mad at her for spending time with Jeremy. And it's like once he finds out you're a vampire, he won't want anything to do with you. And she's like, he already knows. He already knows. Yeah. And they have a whole showdown. Which there's a lot to say about this because, well, I think it's really interesting that Pearl is treating Anna this way. Yes. I mean, I guess she's technically still like probably 14, 15. But she's been alive for 145 years (laughs) without you. Which, you know, Pearl probably forgets. She was absent for most of those years. Yeah. But also, I don't know. Like, it's just such a, like, she already said to Frederick. Yeah. Jeremy isn't directly responsible. Like. Yeah, yeah. Sure, it's not great. You'd still be pissed a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. She's just treating her so yeah she's living it's, it's the classic dynamic. mom dynamic though yeah like, you know uh projecting your like traumas and problems yes. onto, the, onto daughter the daughter yeah of like yeah so i don't know it is a weird thing the one thing i do really wonder is like do when you get turned into a vampire do does your like body and your brain advance to full growth because, like, I think, in, mm. I don't know in Twilight, actually. Maybe that's only Renesmee. But anyway, you oh, boy. <laughs> really get into the lore there. Oh, gosh. But I wonder in Vampire Diaries how that works. Like, if, yeah. if you come to, like, I don't know, like, your brain is fully developed or not. Mm. You know, like, because we've talked about this with Stefan, where, like, he's been 17 for 140 years. But, like, he acts like an adult. Like, he definitely, yes. Stefan to me, which he could have been like that as a 17-year-old. Like, maybe he's just a very mature 17-year-old. Yeah. But to me, he feels like a person who has actually, like, lived and grown and learned things. Yeah. Um, but, like, if he was frozen at 17, is it even possible for your brain to, like, develop in those certain mm-hmm. ways? I'm sure, obviously, experience does. But, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, he doesn't necessarily mm. read to me as someone with, like, a 17-year-old's brain. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. And it's also a weird age where it's, like, yeah. so unclear because you would think, you know, like, a 7-year-old is probably always going to be, like, a 7-year-old. Yeah. But, yeah, like, someone who's, like, 15. Yeah. I don't know. For, like, 140 years. Does experience yeah. shape your brain? I guess. I think so. Like, I think it the experience has to, to cancel extent, things out. But. I don't know. It's just also, weird. They all like I feel like everyone in the show pretty much gets turned before they're like eighteen. Yeah. Like Damon like, is one of the few that's like in their twenties, yeah. yeah. He's supposed to be twenty five. He's like the only one. Yeah. Caroline, Elena. Some of the originals, yeah. Yeah. They all get turned when they're like seventeen, eighteen. So I think I experience has to like help your brain in. develop. It definitely factors yeah. in. I don't know. I would be very curious about like how and what your brain and your body freezes when you become a vampire. Yeah, definitely need to know more about the the biology of being a vampire. (laughs) Add it to the list. If we ever get to talk to somebody from this show, that's what we're asking. Julie Pleck, what were you thinking? (laughs) Was anyone's brains fully developed? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so Anna, this pisses Anna off. And this is where maybe she really does have a 14 or 15 year old's brain because she immediately tells Jeremy, okay, I'm changing you. Yeah, I'll turn you. literally what a 14 or 15 year old would do to their parents. My mom said I can't. I'm going to do this. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, you know, terrible. I haven't thought it through at all, but Literally. I'm doing it. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, she's got some of that still in her. Yes. So that's that's the big development with Anna and Jeremy through that. Yes. We also see at the grill Matt and Caroline talking. Yeah. They're not really talking about much. Matt is working, of course. Caroline is saying she's going out to the birthday party of her dad's boyfriend's daughter, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, some extended something. Yeah, some, some person that we never hear anything about ever mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah she's just going there yeah it's, she's they, it's like some yeah. long trip and it's the storm so you know yeah. he says to call her or whatever yeah so and she have goes a nice off little on moment. her adventure yeah um also going off on an adventure really yes. the main plot of this episode now is yeah. stefan getting kidnapped yes so we kick it off that damon Damon's just turning the clock at the Salvatore house. Yeah, which I thought not was sure what's so going funny. On. I always have speculated and wondered, like, if they hire some sort of housekeeper. They definitely have like yes. a maid or something. Like, they're not cleaning. They have everything. to. They're, yeah, they're but compelling I'm like, someone. An old house like that, all the antiques and stuff. Like, are they hiring someone to like regularly like maintain the house? Mm-hmm. I've always wondered. And this scene tells me that Damon's doing some of it. He's doing at least a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think they probably like compel a lot of it <laughs> yeah. and get it done that yeah. way. But yeah, Damon it's, is fixing the watch or the, the, the clock. clock. Yeah. yeah. It's just funny to see him like turning it, like tuning yeah. the thing. So I was like, weird thing to have him doing in the scene, but love it. Um, and Stefan's going off to go hunt his squirrels. Yep. Um, and he gets kidnapped while he's out in the rain. Of and course. It's Why just wouldn't sort he of get kidnapped? An unfortunately funny scene. <laughs> it's really funny. He's just running through the woods. Also, not at vamp speed. No. At normal speed. He's kind of just like prancing in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. He's just like trotting around the woods in the pouring rain. Yeah. Like, I think his hood is up. Yeah. It's, it's a really funny and then scene, all unfortunately. All these vampires come out with their hoods up. It's yep. so unserious. It's so like okay yeah <laughs> i understand he's getting kidnapped the rain does something to add some seriousness to it but just yes. something about the way they filmed it it's just like okay <laughs> yeah the rain adds seriousness to the to the kidnapping aspect yeah but him running around looking for like a squirrel to feed on oh, in the pouring rain that's it's what like, i'm picturing i'm like do, no. does he have to go find like a little bunny and pull it out of its like little rabbit yeah. hole so he can eat it like what is the context here stefan hasn't figured out how to hook up with a like a butcher and just get like Blood Animal from like blood? A, a yeah. Just no, I don't know. And be like, <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe he's leaving them alive. I don't know. That's true. I guess feeding like Which a little is even drop. Weirder. Yeah, I don't know. The whole feeding on animals would be so weird. Yeah, but I guess he's not strong enough to compel someone either. Anyway, I don't know. We could yeah. we could literally wonder about Stefan's dietary restrictions forever. For and it will ages. Still never make sense. Yeah. No. Um. But anyway, so he gets kidnapped, which Damon picks up on, like, seemingly instantly. Yeah. Um, which I suppose he knows, like, there's reason to be worried with everything going on. Yeah, And so true. he keeps calling Elena. She's not answering his calls, so <laughs> she just, he shows up at her house. Yeah. And would... she hasn't heard of Stefan either. Yeah. And she does, he says to her that she's not picking up yeah. the calls. And Elena says, oh, six missed calls? My phone is dead. And I, I love <laughs> yeah. her for that one. Yeah, she's so funny. Yeah. Um, but, but bad time but they to be both, ignoring. Yeah, they both instantly become nervous about what's happened to Stefan. Yeah. Because it's pretty clear, like, Damon does yeah, say, Damon like, knows. I've got an idea where he is. Yeah, exactly. It's not a good one. Um, and so then he immediately goes to the Tomb Vampire house. He goes straight there. Yeah. And I love the delivery of his line when he, like, knocks on the door. He just goes, where's my brother? Yeah. And he says it's so, like, emotion-filled. Like, he sounds like a little kid. It's yeah. so cute. Damon is the epitome of, like nobody can hurt my brother except for me like yes like you can't definitely you can't say anything mean to my brother only i can do that only i can do it yeah yeah no like, i agree i'm here to torture stefan's existence and ruin his life but if you but do not that you. i'll end you yeah exactly <laughs> so funny um and yeah basically frederick you know 
tells Damon that he blames them. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that we do get that little line from Frederick, yeah. and then we do get clarity Which on why he, they blame him. He acknowledges that it's Catherine's fault that they that this happened. Yes. But he's like, it's because Catherine was infatuated with yeah. the two of you that we got Which, caught. Which is a jump maybe, of logic. Maybe. It's still Catherine's fault. But, like, clearly they just resent the Salvatores for, you know, what Catherine did. Yeah. And then they just want someone to blame. And yeah, Pearl's of course. not letting them blame the founding family, so they'll just go after Stefan They're and Damon. They're going after them, yeah. So that clearly gets things going. Damon runs back to the car where Elena is waiting. Yes. Oh. She gets out of the car with the umbrella, and they're standing in, like, the pouring rain talking about Stefan and talking about what's going on. Damon's mm-hmm. soaking wet. Yes. This scene, It's like, everything. It's everything. It lives in my brain. I vividly remember, like, yes. before this episode even came out, I remember, like, the press picture, like, the main picture they published for this episode was them in the rain. Mm. And, like, I remember Perfect. being, like, my little 13-year-old brain was, like, combusting Exploding. over, yeah. like, what's going to happen? <laughs> They're going to kiss in the rain? Such a jump of logic. Yes. But this scene did start, like, a Twitter peti- petition. Is that what's called? A Twitter petition? That, like, like, yeah, like a hashtag? Y- no, like a, like a petition. A that real full petition. Oh, that God. That people were signing to, like, do a rain kiss for Damon and <gasps> Elena. And, oh. of course, that came true. They finally did. Yeah. Oh. So this wow, scene I never was knew the that. reason that we got a rain kiss. Because That's this was amazing. such a popular, like, Damon and Elena scene. And fans yeah. wanted it so bad and they finally gave it to us and it's a great it's a oh great, great my scene. gosh yeah i wish this had been the kiss scene but it's so good as it is it's elena perfect. is she's so upset talking about stefan and he's damon is talking her down yeah and just the way he like puts his hands on her yeah. head in the pouring rain yeah, it's, oh, so it's everything he's always touching her face which i love but yeah. like he does it in this moment to like really ground her and settle her because she's clearly yes. getting like anxious and yes. it's just such a great it's amazing scene. but unfortunately we cut away from that really tender lovely scene to see Stefan is being tortured and this is where we see all those weapons I was talking about we see the vervain soaked rope being used to tie him up Mm -hmm. and we see them pour vervain into his eye oh yeah very clockwork orange of them yeah very sick and twisted yeah and And they're slicing his chest yeah they're like cutting him yeah yeah and oh Harper, love him. He tries to come Sweetest. in and stop them. And yeah, yeah. He, Frederick has none of that. They stake him and tie him down too. And Frederick is like yeah. very clearly like fear, anger mongering the rest of the tomb vampires. Yes, like, yeah. Everyone else is on yeah. Frederick's side except Harper. Yeah, he's and fully and leading the crowd. Like yeah. Pearl can lead the crowd because she's obviously the oldest and strongest. But yes. Frederick is leading the crowd simply because he knows how to... Um, incite a riot basically yeah like he's definitely. just like going after the like pain and revenge that everyone else wants and is yeah making sure that it happens he doesn't have to do much to get them to follow along yeah no we saw him talk to them a little bit earlier and he they were already on board yeah yeah and poor harper is no match for no. the 20 others of them no, so he's too sweet for any of this yeah um so damon and elena they know that they're you know outmatched elena can't do anything in this situation yeah, no, Damon, he can't even get into the house because it's mm-hmm. he's not invited in and they show him that mrs higgins like is compelled to not invite him in yeah and so damon and elena go to alaric yes very exciting first first team yes. up of damon and alaric and they ask him for help and 
you know, they need a human to go in. And, mm-hmm. and Damon says, like, oh, well, Elena's life is valuable. You. you <laughs> yours is not so much. Which, of course, is a joke because Alaric has the ring. Like, he yeah. is fine and can't actually go in. And so Alaric. Also, I love that Alaric is hanging out at the school when they have this scene. Yeah. Why is Alaric always just at the school? They I definitely mean, just didn't want to answer, give him, like, a house they didn't have, set. Yeah. They didn't have any set for him yet. But, but still. It's like, they could have made him at the grill like or someplace a, else. Exactly what I was thinking. He could have been at the grill grading papers. But no. They're like, yeah. he just hangs out at the school all He's weekend. just at the school. Yeah. But anyway. So they find him there. And Damon finally convinces him to do it. Because yes. he's not really that interested. But Damon says... The person leading mm-hmm. them, Pearl, can help you find Isabel. Yes. Which is obviously lie. a lie. But, lie. I mean, you know, it, it does follow the logic that Damon is hoping that Pearl can find Catherine. And Catherine could potentially find Isabel, which is true. Yeah. Um, they didn't know this, mm-hmm. of course. <laughs> it is a leap of logic. Damon's This just... is definitely a leap. I don't even know if, like, Damon is brilliant, but yeah. I don't think even he's making this no. connection. I he's think it's hoping. just a lie. Yeah. He's just hoping. Even the hoping, I think, is... <laughs> I don't yeah. think he's hoping. Well, he's hoping about Catherine. About Catherine, maybe. Yeah. And he's like, maybe we can get it as well. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Doesn't um, matter. But yeah, so they get they get Alaric involved. And so Alaric, Elena, and Damon yes. are such a great trio. And so they start looking at Alaric's stash, which I thought yeah. this is what you were referring to with the weapons. This, this is too. The first well, this time, too, yeah. First time we see all of like Alaric's crazy, we've seen his like plunger, air pressure gun Yeah, his before. airsoft gun, yeah. But then we also see the vervain darts. Yep. He's got just, like, all sorts of stakes and, like, he's got a whole vampire hunter's yeah. trove. Yeah, he came here ready to kill Damon. Yeah, and Elena is not going to be allowed into that house. She's only going to be allowed to drive the getaway car is what yes. they resolve in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and it's a very sweet moment. Again, this is why I love this episode. It's a really good Damon and Elena episode. Yeah. Because... Damon admits that he doesn't want Elena going in the house because he can't protect her. He can't protect her. If she goes in the house, he will be distracted. Yes. And I think this is the first time that we get Alaric witnessing. Oh my God. Alaric moment. (laughs) Alaric is present for every single one of these really intimate and tender moments between Elena and Damon. And this is is. the first one. This is the first one. And it's a really important one because you do see Alaric. It kind of cuts to him looking at the two of them, being like, wait a second. Yeah. Well, because Elena is obviously, you know, upset. And Damon Mm -hmm. just goes, I know. I get it. I understand. Yeah. I'm like, oh, we know. We know you do. This is what we've been saying. Yeah. He's trying to And Lark also now knows. Yes. We all know. We all know. And it's interesting, too, that it is a Lark because obviously he came there to kill Damon. And now he's really seeing this like human side of Damon that Elena is the one bringing out. Um, So it's really interesting. So they fully enact the plan. It's time to go. They're ready to go. And Alaric goes up to the Tomb Vampire house. He yes. just, like, runs up and knocks on the door and says that his, like, car is totaled. He needs yep. to use the phone. Can he come in and use the phone? And um, he goes inside to go to the phone. And I find it very interesting that, like, they just do that. They're just like, oh, okay, like, come on in. Take yeah. him to the phone. They don't just immediately attack him. He gets around the corner. And then the guy tries to attack him and he stakes him. Yeah. But I found it funny that they, like, hesitated. Yeah, I thought that was odd, too. They could have easily... I mean, as soon as he knocked on the door, they could have killed him. It's not yeah. like he was getting away or anything like that. They're in like the middle that. of nowhere. They could have just jumped out and, like, bit his neck right there. Like, then and there, to be, yeah. Like, the whole like thing. it's over. But I suppose I that's know. the vampire thing of, like, wanting to be, like, a hunter. Like, Stefan said that that's before That's true. About, you like, want the prey. Yeah, the, yeah, the predator the aspect. Hunt. Yeah. So I think that that's what it is. But then, so he does that. He takes down that one vampire. Mrs. Gibbons is in the kitchen cooking or whatever. 
and he takes her over to the door where Damon mm-hmm. is waiting and asks her to like bring him in, but like she can't because she's yep. compelled. Of course. So Damon snaps her neck immediately. Yeah. And is in the house, um, which Alaric is very mad about. But his part is done. He did his He's job. Done. Yeah. He, he gets Damon to go off house. and leave. Yeah. So he goes back to the car. And we see Elena's like waiting in the car for like two seconds, and she yeah, already no time at all. Literally, she already sees there's one. Count them one, one vervain filled like you know yeah uh, like plunger like a needle yeah and yeah she's like we don't see her leave, but Alara gets back to the car and sees she's gone instantly. See, see, this is this is a moment where I'm like. Alina is being very selfish. Like yes. this, she's making this about her. Like she yeah. knows she's helping absolutely no one. I have the same personality where like I don't feel comfortable sitting on the sidelines. I want to do something helpful. Like I need to be given something to do. However, you have I to guess. acknowledge yeah. at the end of the day that like like Damon said, by going into the house, you're only causing it to be harder. You're only causing more problems. Yeah. Driving the getaway car is an important job. And like yep. I don't know. She could have come up with any other number of tasks that she could have done. But, like, yeah. instead, she just takes it upon herself to go in, which is just, like, not not the move. No, it, it makes no sense. She could have even, like, you know, gone out of the car and gone, like, a little bit closer to the house to mm-hmm. help Stefan get back to the car or something yeah. like that. Like, totally. you know, where she feels like she has more of a role in it. But, yeah. Yeah. She's just being Be the supply girl. Make self-important. sure you got towels yeah. when they're com- coming back yeah. from the rain. I don't know. Like, do Doesn't s- matter. Like, I know that it's hard being the one human in the situation, but, like, you're just making it harder for yeah. everybody else. And she would not have made it as far as she did if somehow all of the two vampires weren't just blasting music constantly. Yeah, which, which I guess same. Like, I feel like we're always listening to music, true. but still. It's just funny. Yeah, somehow it's loud enough that it's drowning things yeah. out. The guy that she goes after literally has headphones on and can't hear yeah, her. Yeah, he's listening to music which full I volume. Think even if she had, like, gotten, she didn't even get to him. I don't think she would have even gotten that. No, absolutely not. Damon gets there just before he the vampire gets to her and he takes the vampire out. So yeah. I don't think Elena would have even gotten past that first No, one. there's absolutely no way. No. So Damon kind of saves that and is obviously pissed. Yep. Um, but it ends up being a good thing because then they go to get Stefan and there's Vervain on the ropes and yeah. Elena has to do that. Yep. Um, Stefan wants to save Harper. They pull the like. Yeah, they unstake him. him and yeah. Yeah get him free yeah yeah so then they get him out and i think from this part on it's like okay for a little bit they get out of the house yeah they at least get him out damon says he'll go back upstairs cause like a a distraction Distraction for the Um, rescue mission yeah and somehow like this is where they realize like oh we need to turn off the music it's really weirdly quiet yeah and all the other vampires are just missing and um, then, you know, Damon starts fighting with Frederick yep. and then two other vampires jump on him and he's really outnumbered. And yes. Then, and Alaric yes. saves the day. He comes in with his huge airsoft gun for wooden <laughs> stakes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And shoots the one that's attacking Damon in the back. And mm-hmm. Frederick, unfortunately, runs away. Yeah. Gets away. But great like pairing. This good. Is, this this is, is why they work so yeah. well as a duo. Yeah, this is where you finally get to see them actually like working really well like that. It's the greatest team up. It's yeah. literally my favorite. And so then Elena and Stefan are trying to run back to the car and the keys have been stolen because Elena left them in the engine, which I understand the logic of like leave the car or leave it, leave in it the engine. ready to go. Yeah. So it's ready to go. But also like girl that left the door open for Frederick to steal the keys, and then he punches through the window, yanks Stefan out, like, starts yep. stabbing him with a stick. He's basically dying. 
Um, and then she gets her chance to use her one little vervain dart on uh, Frederick. Yeah, she didn't even get to use it yet, but thank yeah. God she had that one thing. Yeah, thank God. Yep. So she takes him out, and then um, we get lots of the classic Elena stuff in over stuff and over. In. Over and over. He's, Stephen, yeah, Stephen. He's, he's passed out. He's yeah. fading in he's and out. basically dying. Yeah, I literally had a moment. I was like, is he starting to desiccate? He was not with it. He's yeah. out of it for, yeah, he's yeah. down. Because again, like, I mean, he didn't get stabbed in the heart, but he was getting stabbed with a stick. And then also, like, he has been getting tortured for the last yeah. day. Yeah. So it's fair that he's in such a bad way. Um. So then Elena, in this do or die situation, mm-hmm. has to decide that she will give Stefan her blood because yes. Frederick is starting to stir already. Like somehow like the verbane, like yeah. did not knock him out for that long. Like he's starting to kind of like, yeah, I don't know, make some sort he's of coming sign back of life. a little bit. Yeah. And so she has to decide to like heal Stefan. And so she basically like convinces him to feed yeah. on her in order to actually like, you know, be able to recover quickly yeah and she i mean she pretty much puts her hand up to his mouth yeah which he does decide to bite i don't remember i don't think she cut herself i mean she was already like a little cut but like yeah she got a cut when she like fell like yeah fell trying to get Stefan out but but unfortunately like i don't really think he did have a choice like no definitely I mean, not frederick was gonna kill her if yeah like Stefan didn't do that and Stefan probably and Stefan he was already dying yeah. so yeah he like it was really like both of them like didn't have a choice like Elena couldn't protect them and like, yeah that was what they had to do um and so then also Alaric and Damon in the house are fighting off two vampires they're yep. about to get out of the house they come out and even more are coming in from the yeah yard. we see like 10 come yeah. toward the house from the yard which where were they what were they doing oh out in the woods i don't know. know yeah and um alark says he's only got one for vein dart left, <laughs> dart left. So, so they're screwed yeah they're but... screwed so they go back in the house yeah and um we come back to elena and Stefan, mm-hmm. and Stefan's laying on the ground as if he's still passed out elena's nowhere to be seen frederick gets up and then Stefan jumps up they tricked him they obviously yep. had time to come up with some sort of little plan which yeah elena smart. definitely ran got away yeah very smart of them although they could have just stabbed him while he was laying down but whatever sure <laughs> didn't think about it that hard i guess yeah it was a little more entertaining to do it that way <laughs> yeah um so then she stabs him and or no she doesn't stab him Stefan stabs yeah, him Stephen stabs and him. like yep. is like losing it like he's like really he, yeah stabbing. he gets that one stab and he goes you know psycho yeah like literally. he's going all in he yeah literally and he like Elena comes up to him like he's dead, and Stefan turns around like and snarls at Elena. Snarl. That's only word I can think of. Growls. <laughs> no, like, you're right. It is a snarl, but it's just weird to think about. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Akatar, so snarls, oh, okay. growls. Yeah, top he's, of brain. <laughs> he's snarling. He's growling. He's yeah. doing the dog noises. Oh. He's, he's also got that dog in him. <laughs> you have no idea. If, I wish you'd read Akatar. I will. Wise. I will. But anyway, so yeah, this this is the moment Elena like. For the very first time, sees. His, yeah, is really seeing him and like his other yeah, side, like the his vampire side. side that like yeah. Stefan really tries desperately to hide that Stefan yes. can't control. This is the first time that she gets to see that. Yeah, this and is the first time he really loses control. This is the first time as an audience we get to see. Yeah, it, it really is because, I mean, he's been sober for the last ninety years. Yeah, as far as we know, after the twenties, when he got he was bad all of the twenties, he gets cleaned yeah. up after that, and I presume that between like the 30s and now he's sober that entire time so like 
I don't know. I find it really interesting that Elena's blood is the first yeah. blood that he has in those like 90 years. And it is in order to save her. But like this puts him off the wagon. Yeah. For the first He's time. He's absolutely in a long feral. Time. Yeah. And it's like what we're going to be dealing with in the next few episodes. <laughs> it's just such oh, an yeah. interesting situation. I, yeah. I don't love the Tomb Vampires as like a plot, generally speaking. But yeah, I love that it kicks off like this Stephen, Stephen plot. Ripper. Yeah, because, I do too. I mean, we are the Ripper Diaries after all. Yes, like, of I course. Love like a Ripper plot, and yeah. I'm really excited that this does launch in the the question now of, of yeah. Stephen's control and sanity and yes. etc. Yeah, I actually like the circumstances that start at least this ripper binge because i mean mm-hmm. like we were saying he basically had no choice and yes. alina had no choice they were both going to die yeah if they didn't if alina didn't feed him her blood yeah. so all the ripper binge know. starts are interesting because this one yeah. and then also the next one he doesn't have any choice klaus that's true it, it feels a little bit <laughs> less uh like there's no choice in a way yeah. because this is like a live or die situation yes yes that, is actually sort of a live or die situation, yeah. just not for Stefan. And this one is interesting too because he kind of like doesn't fall that hard into it. He's back and fine by the finale. Like, yeah, he that's only true. struggles for the next few episodes, and then he like is pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know. There'll be a lot to talk about with the Stefan yeah. Ripper situation. Yeah, um, we can especially there in the for next now. couple. Yeah. Yeah, but excited that that's kicked us <laughs> off there. So they've saved Stefan, yep. but have they saved his soul? Of course not. No. That's. Um, Thrown out the window. Yeah. The other really big situation we've got going on in this episode yes. that'll take us to the end. Yep. So poor Caroline, all episode, we've been going back to her. She's been yep. in her car. She gets stuck in the mud at one point. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have service. She's just like in her car playing music. Yeah. She like Not talks sure what to, to Matt yeah. for a minute. Um, the last time we go back to her, it's like night. So she's clearly been there like all day. It's yes. dark outside. So she finally gets out of her car with her phone. She's like going off in the woods mm-hmm. searching for a signal. And because it's like wet and muddy, she starts slipping, slipping down the like ravine. Yeah. And out comes a and human hand. Yes. Yeah. She's grabbing for things. And mm, she grabs Vicky's arm. Yeah. Which she doesn't know. She doesn't of course, know it's Vicky. Vicky but a dead body appears. Yeah. Doesn't matter who it is. just tragic. Traumatizing. Which as the audience watching it, you don't know really Yeah. You don't is. know who it is either. I do vaguely remember the first time watching this and like. I, I remember not knowing who it yeah. was, but I remember kind of trying to think about who it could be and being like, okay, like Vicky, Logan, like it was a short list of who it could yeah, be. Yeah, it's Vicky Clearly or Logan it's gonna be somebody. Much, yeah. And it's like, well, Vicky is the one we've been waiting for them to find. Yeah. So that's kind of what you're expecting. And then, of course, they do come back at some point to Kelly uh, Donovan yeah. is cooking dinner for Matt. Yeah, she makes a mystery this, casserole. Yeah, yeah classic classic mom move yep and they're having actually a really nice scene of kelly like the last time we saw them they were fighting matt had said like step up mom and like you're i'm the kid and you know really saying that she needs to take responsibility and in this scene she says she's gonna try to do that yes yeah she's she's acknowledging she has to do better and she's going to try yeah and she might not be the best cook but like she's trying she's trying yeah and it's a really nice moment for all of like 60 seconds yep and then somebody knocks on the door Matt yep. goes and answers it. It's Caroline. And Caroline. You know, he's just like, oh, like, what happened to you? You got yeah. lost. And then Liz, Liz steps in the frame. Full sheriff outfit. Can I talk she to your mom? Can I talk to your mom? Yeah. And um, you know. You know. As an you audience member, know. you know. Um, yep. And then we get the official confirmation in 
not a great way, which is that Mayor Lockwood oh, gets my the call. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Mayor Lockwood gets the call at the grill, and he says to Tyler, like, we got to go. Tyler's like, I'm eating my burger. Yeah. What, why, <laughs> like, what why do we have to on? run out? And, and, of course, Mayor Lockwood is like, they found Vicky Donovan's body, like, yeah. screaming it. Well, and he just says, they found Vicky Donovan. And Jeremy yeah. and Tyler are all like, oh, wow, where was she? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, her body was buried off, yeah. whatever. Like, so blunt. Like, yeah. just so, like... Oh, yeah, they found her body here and here. And Jeremy and Tyler are also both shocked, obviously. Yeah, of course. The two people that this would be the hardest news to hear. Outside of the family. Outside of the family, of course. And also, why is he just saying it this loudly in the grill? Like, don't even say it at all. Just be like, Tyler, we gotta go. Like, come on. If you didn't already know that Mayor Lockwood is a dick, then this scene really cements it. This really nails it But this scene especially, where it's like, he's so insensitive. How does he not know that Tyler has some sort of relationship with Vicky? He definitely does. He must know that he he at least knew her his whole life. Yeah, yeah. So that's the confirmation that we finally get that yep. they've found the body. Meanwhile, Stefan and Elena have made it back to the boarding house, and they have a kind of stilted, awkward conversation yeah. about what happened. And yeah, you can see Elena's uh, really thinking about the things that have yeah. happened over the course of the night. And, and she says, like, what we said about, you know, seeing him act like that was just really shocking. She hadn't yeah, seen that side of Yeah, she had never seen that before. Um, and we talked about this in Unpleasantville, that, like, she's seen him, you know, she killed that guy at the Decade Dance to yeah. protect her, and she's seen him be violent and aggressive, but it's always been in the name of protecting her, and he's always had himself under control. Yeah, definitely. And so this was the first time that she saw that he didn't. And so they're just sort of having an awkward conversation, but it's it's interesting in a way because, you know, he's apologizing, and mm-hmm. you can tell that they're, like, gonna be okay. It's yeah. just sort of like a weird night. Um, but then of course they get interrupted because Elena gets the call. Yes. She answers and Jeremy is calling her to tell her that they found Vicky's body. Yeah. And then cue the devastating ending. Yes. The tragic music. And we see everyone is at the Donovan's house. Caroline. Kelly. Yeah. Caroline, Caroline. Tyler, Jeremy, Liz, Kelly, Matt, and then Elena shows up. Yep. And... I just have to say, as someone who's experienced some, like, intense family loss in a sort of similar scenario, I cannot imagine having a single person at my home oh my God, the day no. that we found out. Like, we were all, like, a disaster. Like, I cannot imagine being, like, everyone in town, just come hang out. Yeah, everyone come over. Yeah, yeah Like, no. I totally understand being, like, you want to be surrounded by people. And, like, we definitely had a lot of people around us, like, the days after. Yeah. But that first day, like... I don't know. I feel like you want to be alone. And that's yes. basically what Matt says that's, to Yeah, Caroline. that's what Matt says. Yeah, Caroline is obviously, I mean, Caroline generally, like, tries very hard to, yes. in her relationship with Matt, but in general. And in a good and way. She's, like, yeah, she's not trying to be way. very Yeah, supportive. she's trying to help. And, yeah, she asks, you know, is there anything I can do? She brings him coffee. And, you know, he's like, I just want to be alone. I just need to be left alone. And... Of course, he gets up to walk out, and Elena comes in at that moment. Yeah. And they he immediately, like, starts to cry he, when he sees Elena. Yeah. And then they embrace. They have a hug. Yeah. And Caroline, of course, is on looking. Like, yeah, and obviously looks, like, hurt over it. Yeah, which, you know what? It's kind of fair, but also... I don't think it's fair at all. I think, like... I mean, because I, she doesn't say anything. I think it's fine to have that look. It's fine to have the look. It's fair to be, like, a little hurt to be, like... You know, I wish that I could be that for yeah. him right now. But, like, you can't blame Matt for any of it. No, because, like, no. grief is so confusing. Yeah. And really weird. And so, like, 
you know, obviously, like, Elena didn't even stay that long because Elena and Jeremy go back, like, shortly after this. So, like, they just stopped in to, like, check in. Um, And, like, for Matt, like, and I got to say, Zach Rorick, who plays Matt, like, this is a great, like, scene for him. Like, the emotions, the way they wash over his face the second that he sees Elena are just so perfect. And, like, yeah, it's just... It's just really interesting. It's like you yeah. can't you can't blame him for it. You can't blame Elena for it, and you can't really blame Caroline. Yeah. But and I think she knows that. I do think Caroline yeah. kind of recognizes like she lets yeah. him have that moment. I think so too. Because also, I mean, to my point, it's not like a you know I'm gonna start a fight over this kind <laughs> yeah. of hurt. It's more like yeah. a I, I wish I could be that person for you. And I yeah. I do think that feeling is validated. But yeah. again, no one's feelings in this <laughs> are not valid. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is kind of in the right in their own way. Yeah, and, and it's also too, you know, like they've all known each other all of exactly. their lives. Like Elena and Caroline and Tyler and, and Jeremy, everyone else is also devastated yes. about this. And that's really too what you see that like Elena and Jeremy when they go home. They're devastated. Elena yeah. sits down on the stairs. And even though she already knew that Vicky was dead, she still just looks so miserable. Which yes. I'm sure that like seeing everyone finding out about it and like seeing the consequences of like what happened that night. Yes. And you being the only one who really knows. Yeah. At least in that room, she's yeah. the only one who knows. It opens up such a different level of like hurt it would and be, grief. It would be awful. And, like, yeah. So you see Elena just for that second. And then you of course see Jeremy go up um, to his room and he's throwing away his vampire research and you know anna calls out that jeremy only wanted to be a vampire so that he could be with vicky yes which yeah anna's there yeah or she comes over when he's back and yeah she realizes in that moment yeah he only wanted to turn for vicky which is yeah obviously you know we all knew that was the reason but this is anna's first time finding out and Mm -hmm. she's obviously upset and Justifiably so. Yeah, justifiably so. Because, again, she made that little insinuation about love earlier. Yeah. And I do think she was kind of expecting it maybe to get to that point. Like, that point where you turn them because you're in love with them. Yeah. But clearly that's not the case. And Jeremy tries to apologize but she's gone yeah left she's out the window yeah it's just again just adds to this devastating moment that's been building up of just you know yeah clearly the compulsion can't fix everything no and clearly there was that piece missing and for jeremy it is like the closure of of anna or of anna of vicky yes for yeah finding out what happened to vicky yeah it's just so devastating it really is um on a lighter note we yes. see Alaric and Damon have the first proper drinking buddies scene, I would say. <laughs> I still don't know if this is the first proper one. I think this counts really go as all their vibe. <laughs> well, that's true. This is pretty much their vibe. That's that's a good point. Yeah, Damon. It's as good as you get, basically, with them. Because um, the only yeah. one before that, Alaric slid in next to him to, like, question him. They didn't yep. know who they were. This time they know who they are, and Damon shows up to yes. drink with Alaric. Mm, yes <laughs> sure, try to <laughs> tries to but yeah damon pulls up he's like that was fun and yeah. <laughs> lark is having none of it no. he's clearly not happy he's not i don't think he's even really saying anything or much no he doesn't say anything yeah and damon is just like well you know we that was good we yeah. were pretty badass all these yeah. things yeah. and lark just punches him in the face yeah. and walks away yeah and damon just goes happens yeah it's pretty good it. it's pretty good it's it's, great... it shows why they're so well matched yeah that is really their vibe it's exactly their vibe that's why i'm yeah. saying this is the first proper drinking buddies scene because yeah. that's generally how it goes is like damon is like damon and yeah Alark's he's like we were having fun Lark's like no we're not <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Um, so yeah, they they have that moment, and Damon goes home. Oh, and now we set up. To see. Yeah. Yes, you start to see. You see an empty blood bag here, an empty blood bag there, all leading in a little like trail, like on a treasure map Literally. to <laughs> Stefan, cowered in the corner, yeah. like sucking down a yeah. squinched up blood bag. <laughs> Stefan is literally pounding down those blood bags like they're Capri Suns. Like he's like he is sucking those suckers down like it's crazy. And like the face he gives Damon, it's so funny. Oh my god! But it's god. serious, obviously. It is. It is. And that's where it ends because that's the setup for the next one under control. Yes, <laughs> that says it all. Yes, but he does not have it under control. No. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. But that's it for this episode. Yeah. Yeah, in this episode, we had a lot of deaths. These were yeah. really hard to count. I <laughs> Who knows? I don't think anyone really has a full number because yeah. obviously some of the two vampires are still alive. Yeah. But a lot of them died. Mm-hmm. Some of them might have just been vervained. Mm-hmm. But we know Damon killed at least Miss Gibbons, who owns yes. the house. And we saw him kill, I would say... Like, actually saw at least two or three other vampires. Mm-hmm. We saw Alaric kill at least two vampires himself. Yeah. And the wiki, the Vampire Diaries fandom wiki, mm-hmm. said that they killed, like, 11 at least between the two of them. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe we want to say, like, seven for Damon, four for Alaric, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. We definitely see a few each, and there's definitely yeah. some more bodies around. So, definitely around 11 and then yeah. of course Stefan kills frederick yes yeah so then that's like the main main kill there but yeah probably yeah, that's the big one around 11 two vampires <laughs> and mrs gibbons that's yeah the, that's the final tally so this yeah, was our biggest in memoriam for sure definitely yeah this will be the biggest for a little while well till the finale till the, yeah till the yeah end. the finale is probably the bigger one because that's yeah, going to have tons be. of unnamed un- townspeople. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so this one is is a pretty big one. Yeah. Um, then we've got our out-of-pocket moments. So for me, I don't know if we have the same one here. Yeah, but I'm not sure. for me, sure. it's a certain person. And <sighs> shocking, shocking that this this family is getting okay, another now entry. We, now we are saying the same thing. <laughs> we are? Yes. Okay, good. Mayor Lockwood. Yes, Mayor Lockwood, through the whole episode... But I think it's especially out of pocket for him to be talking about them finding Vicky's body yes. out loud. Yeah. Just announcing it to basically the whole grill. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah. out of pocket. Ridiculous. Yeah. When I had written it down, I'd written like the flirting with Pearl stuff. But I think that's a much worse offense. Yeah. I mean, it's just really him all episode. Any episode yeah. he's in, he's out of pocket. He's, he's out of awful. Pocket. Yeah. It's him. So yeah. It's Mayor Lockwood. Of course sure. it is. Of course it is. Yeah. As for best quote, there were... There was a lot of good dialogue in this yeah. episode. I had a lot of little quotes that I really liked. Yeah. I don't know if I have like a definitive winner, mm-hmm. but I really liked when Damon says happens yeah. after a lark punches him. Yeah, it's funny. And I also liked Elena had a quote. Let's see. She says, I've accepted the fact that you're a self-serving psychopath with no redeeming qualities. I did like that one. I really liked that. It was that like, was funny. Elena, you're, she yeah. was on something today, and I, I liked was, it. Yeah, at the start of this episode, she was pissed. Yeah, she Up was... Up until Stefan got kidnapped, then she had to deal with Damon, but... Yeah, she was not having it until yeah. then, but... Yeah. I like those two lines, I think. There were a lot of good lines. I had yeah. written down four different Damon one-liners. Oh, god, I don't need to say them all, but just a few of them. Um, I just liked the, I have two liters of soccer mom in the fridge. That was fun. trying to give Damon or Stefan yep. some blood. Um, guess what? Everyone hates me. Okay. But- I thought about that one too. <laughs> yeah. But you can't deny we're badass. Yes. Love that one to Alaric. <laughs> 
Um, and then if I had a good side, not a way to get on it. Oh, I, I did that like that too. too. He said to Pearl. So he had a lot of good ones. I, yeah. Not, not one specifically sticks out to me. I think we yeah. could give it to Elena though. I do like that one. Yeah. It's rare that you get an Elena sassy moment. Yeah. I do love a good Elena sassy, mo- sassy moment. So yeah. we can go with that one. I like that there you one. Go, Elena. Yeah. Yeah. Now a clear winner for me. Song of the episode. I know we're going to disagree. Oh, no. I know we are. Well, you know how I feel. I already said I knew definitively what my favorite song was. I feel very strongly about this, so I'm curious what your answer is. I, well, okay, so I'm willing to give it to the song I know you're going to say. So I guess mine is more of like the honorable mention. But I did really like the song that plays when Alaric is first starting this mission to save Stefan and he goes up to the vampire house. And it's the song uh young men dead by the black angels i just thought it was a good like we're gonna do this we're being badass we're saving stefan vibe interesting so it is my honorable mention but i did really like that song and i wanted to give it a good call I'm gonna out. be honest i don't remember it but i'll listen to it after this i liked it <laughs> it stood out I, I mostly just didn't want to pick the sad one that i knew was gonna oh happen. but i love this song like it's a good song i mean there's so many sad songs throughout vampire diaries but to me like this is definitely one of my top few yeah. songs but interestingly enough, I, I think I associate this with a different show, and I can't place in my head what show that hmm. is, so if anybody else knows, let me know, um, because I feel like I've heard it in other things, but it could be just honestly that like hmm. I've been listening to this song regularly <laughs> since this episode came out, Yeah, and that's, of course, All You Wanted, Sounds Under Radio, which plays when they reveal that Vicky is dead. I'm good giving it to... Uh... I'm curious what your reservation is to it. I, I just don't like picking all the sad songs all the time. I Fair, but was. that's Vampire Diaries. I guess, yeah. I just like some of the more upbeat songs. I love when they're having, yeah. like, a we're killing people. I like we're being those, badass. too. I don't know. But I didn't even remember that other one. Like, there hasn't been a strong it's one of that super for memor- me. Yeah, it's definitely not the strongest of that vibe. Yeah. I just generally like that vibe. I generally like that vibe but better. I agree. But there hasn't been a strong one in a while yeah. for me. But this one is a strong, sad one, so I'm, like, It's a pretty strong, sad one. It. So I'm... I'm I'm good giving it to this yeah. one. Yeah. So we'll be adding All You Wanted to our Songs of the Episode playlist. We have a Spotify playlist where we always add the best song yes. from every episode. So you can check that out linked in all of our various bios and descriptions. You can also find there our Instagram and our TikTok at the Ripper Diaries podcast where we post lots of fun memes, clips from the show, various edits and such. So give that all a look. Yes. And you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can watch the video version of the podcast on YouTube. And new episodes drop every Thursday. So next Thursday, you can join us for episode 18, Under Control. The big one from this that I remember is like Stefan just dealing with his blood problem. And there's, of course, some event. A founder's party. A founder's party (laughs) event, of course, there always is. And that's a big Stefan moment there. (laughs) I won't talk about it yet, but. And we've got a very big character gets introduced in the next one for the first time yes so excited for that lots to look forward to so thank you for joining and listening to this one hope you see you next time Bye. bye